a clap, sir. Three, two, one. Kaka! What's up, everybody? This is the Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. We got Haley the Bear. Hello. Producer Josh. Howdy, 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 howdy. And that's it. No, no Ryan today. No, no Ryan today. Uh, which, uh, look, we love Ryan. We're going to miss Ryan today on the podcast. But now we don't hear uh, Tua and O the entire podcast. We won't. Also, I already have the poll pulled up. I was about hey, to say. <laughs> look at you. Haley, would you like to do it? You can go ahead. Okay, so we had two polls up last time because you know how we randomly come up with a hot take in mid-conversation. So our random hot take that we came up with was the ramen noodles. Do you prefer the ramen packet or the cup of noodles? And the winner is, by 63%, the ramen packet. It's just hateful. It's because they're better. No. And then, <laughs> the cup is portable. That's all you got yeah, going that's, for it. That, that is my whole thing. Like in college, you don't have a whole bunch of plates and the most amount of ramen I ate in my life when it when it came to something not at a, a nice restaurant mm-hmm. was in college in the dorm so that's what i had sorry <laughs> and then for our actual hot take is which is the better chick-fil-a sauce between polynesian and honey roasted barbecue and by 68% the honey roasted barbecue cuz it is elite heck yeah I just also sucked up the polls last week. I guess I don't know. <laughs> However, yeah, a big a big shout out to our our friend this. follower Aaron, who DM'd us, who went through all of the episodes of our podcast. Which God bless you. Thank you. By Thank the way. you so much. That had to have been uh, quite the effort. Who tallied up the results over 124 different polls, which means there must have been weeks we just. Well, we've missed some weeks here and there, remember? I know, but yeah. we're at 183. Doesn't matter. Math, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so by winning percentage, from fourth to first, in fourth place, Ryan, 39 wins with a 31% winning average. Haley, 45 wins, 36%. Josh, that's me, 54 wins, 44% winning average. Number one in your hearts. Number one in hot takes. Chris Young. 61 wins, 49%. Thank you very much. Uh, Which is like now dropped after this week. <laughs> 55 to I 61. Like, I would like to thank my parents. I would like to thank everyone that is a quad podcast listener. Um, this is just such an honor. I, I cannot thank you guys enough. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how this ends. We'll see how it shakes out over the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's do a quick music section. We don't. I. You just threw. You just threw me on the order. That's okay. 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 (laughs) I saw you like. I panicked. Ah. Oh, I panicked. I one hundred percent. You were gonna hit this one. Yes, I was. Yeah, which is not the right one. Um. Yeah, Young Love and Saturday Nights is is technically in the process of going for ads. So for those of you guys that don't really know the sort of behind the scenes of how. Um, the reporting charts are for country radio. 
you basically set a date. And any ads that come in before that are technically, quote unquote, early. Uh, so we're not even to the ad date yet. And the song is already charting. Huge thank you to everybody that's been singing along with that one. Um, you guys are absolutely incredible. Uh, also, just made a post a couple days ago. And everybody, you know, has different um sort of ideas about what will make your numbers go up on social media and what you should post. And mm. like, we need more lifestyle content. We see you a lot from the road. What else do you do? And I'm like, have you not heard of the podcast <laughs> where we talk about literally all of those things? Lifestyle, um, we talk about it for an hour every yeah, week. Every every Monday. But uh so tell your friends. But um <laughs> it it was really funny because I, I just had a really cool video that Monsell did. Shout out. Uh, it's actually, you know what? Um, I believe it is Monsell's birthday. Hey. Today. So, yeah, happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday. Yeah, I'm going to have to Ooh, text him as soon as the, the podcast is over. It's but, your day. Uh, have it. It is your day. Enjoy it wherever you are, sir. But when I was talking about uh, <laughs> posting stuff... They're like, yeah, we want more of this. And like, definitely make sure your face is in it because that gets more click through. And uh, then like the most, uh, I guess, quote unquote, viral post that I've made in like the last week is just a shout of the crowd mm. singing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Which, shout out because that was incredible. And uh, I love when you guys sing along with anything, but especially that one, there was like um, kind of all ages uh of people in the crowd that night and just everybody belting that song at the top of their lungs, which was incredible. So you never know. Sometimes there is no right answer except put out stuff you think is cool. Mm -hmm. And, uh, sometimes it just resonates with people. So, so did you say the ad date is coming? I can't. Yeah. Okay. It's not here yet. Uh, yeah. So if you've been hearing the song on the radio, that's early, that station's playing it early ahead of when the radio department of the label says, Hey, this is the single, hey, play this. And obviously, I love country radio, but you guys can always just go stream it anytime you feel like it. So it's exactly. not going to hurt my feelings. One um, billion streams. <laughs> God. I will release uh, every demo we've ever made. One no, billion streams. You know what? For a billion <laughs> streams of that song, I would do that too. Yeah. You can even hear the bad work tapes. 100%. The ones I, where like. You can have them. We can't, we, neither of us can sing at like, you know, 11 in the morning. Cause it's, it's still just morning voice. You can have those too. That's fine. Yeah. 1 billion. Do, also, it. Do I, it. I did a random, uh, pop up the other day in Nashville. Oh, did uh, you just didn't announce that I was going to be there. Um, had like a, a fake name on a list cause it was when a bunch of other people were playing and got up and played for like an hour, uh, my buddy Ty Graham mm -hmm. got up and, and sang a couple. So uh, it, it was it was really funny because the first song I played was Man I Want to Be. And, you know, it's just me and a guitar. Mike, very simple. Like, did no sound check whatsoever. Uh, yeah. The guy running the sound, by the way, is from Murfreesboro. We ended up talking after. Nice. Uh, super nice. And, you know, took photos with everybody after. But uh, I just wanted to do something kind of random and... Um, Jumped up. I played Man I Want to Be, and you see people kind of like. That sounds a lot like that song. Know. <laughs> and they're like, or maybe that guy just sounds a lot like that. Because I never really said it was me. Right. And then the second song was Getting You Home. And then I just saw like this 
there was one girl in particular, and it, it was pretty full because it's like, you know, brunch time on a weekend when I'm not normally home. I'm right. normally on the road. And she just did this. Like, she was turned all the way around. <laughs> yeah, I wish I'd been Wait. filming it, but, you know, I was a little, <laughs> little busy. It would be the best, like, slow-mo. Yeah. Like, <laughs> GIF. Yeah. 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 So that was a uh, super fun shout out to everybody for being really, really nice and letting me hop up and do that. Cause you know, I, I love playing and getting ready to play quite a few shows this week, but, um, it's, it's one of those things where sometimes when you do something that's so different from what your normal show is, it's a lot of fun. It makes your, your brain kind of work in a different way. Um, and especially in that setting, I can talk a little more with the crowd if I feel like it. I can sort of play whatever I want. I did like The Fireman by George Strait and a Doug Stone cover and then a bunch of my stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it was just a it was a good time. I actually played Neon, oh. um, which I do not play guitar on in the show. I have never played guitar on, not <laughs> one time. And somebody goes, oh, pl- will you please do that? And I was like, Oh man! Um, uh, uh, sure. Uh, here we go, and uh, just kind of figured it out on the fly. Um, and one of my chords was wrong, but I, it was the part where there's a walk down, and I did sort of that that C that goes down to the mm-hmm. G over B, and mm-hmm. then down one more fret. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not the right chord, but it wasn't the wrong chord either. It worked. Yeah. It just wasn't the, correct. The melody of the song worked over it. It was kind of mm-hmm. cool, but it was just like, what's the Bob Ross thing? It's like happy little accidents. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it was, it was super fun. And you just got back from, uh, Canada, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada for the CCMAs. I did not know you were going to be in Canada. I I know you probably said that last week, but it just kind of slipped my mind it's with all, all the stuff I had going on work wise. How was all, it? Uh, it was. It was. Have you been to Hamilton? <laughs> I'm sure I. This is no, well, okay. <clears throat> this is no offense to the people, the wonderful people, the lovely people of Hamilton, Ontario. S- some rough parts of that town, and we happened to stay in one of them near the the arena for the CCMAs. But that being said. Uh, the event was wonderful. Um, some insider, so I was there as a stopgap. Um, there's some, here's some insider baseball for you. Not for every awards show. So please do not hear this as everyone does it like this. They don't, but some award shows will do what's called live to track, which means the lead vocal is the live vocal, but the rest of the bed of the music is pre-recorded so that they can just get artist from artist to artist to artist without having to worry about changeover, different drum sets, et cetera, et cetera. This, oh, is, not, this it, is not always the, the case. Sometimes people play live, but... That's, that's not all, and don't, don't be mistaken, um, there are very few actually anymore mm-hmm. where, where they let the band play live. Sometimes it happens the you're always singing but you're always singing the vocal is always yeah, live so it's, it's, it's never a lip sync situation but i don't know if anyone does that i don't do that but i should um, say never yeah it's rarely a lip sync situation <laughs> it's rarely a lip sync situation neither but. here nor there um just you know they they're very also like sticklers about it being uh 
whoever is on stage is who played the pre-recorded track most of the time. Correct. So your band is still like getting paid if they're showing up to do that. Correct. So what we ended up doing, this is the insider part of this. We recorded a sound check and then I mixed those waves and made the track and then Sam sang on top of that. So if you listened to the CCMA performance, it was your track. It's my it's my mix. Love that. Which was kind of fun. I got to be honest cuz it was the same music playing through the house speakers, so that was fun. And then I listened to the broadcast and I was like, "Oh, that sounds the way I thought it was." I did that. But I was <laughs> well, there good for you, man. Yeah, but I was there basically as a safety blanket in case they needed a last second edit on anything, which they did not. So I was just there to hang out for the most part. Haley, I got a question for you because I I think Josh will be uh, on my end of this as as a musician and just how much we've traveled. But if I asked you, have you ever been to blank? And I just picked a city at random. I was like, have you ever been to, you know, Spokane, Washington? I've been to Seattle. But you've never been to Spokane, Washington? I don't think so. See, my problem is now <laughs> after traveling as much as I've traveled, and I know you've traveled a lot too. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself in that situation of like I've probably been there before, but I don't, I don't, I don't have the quite quite the memory of it. But like, I so when you said, "Have you been to Hamilton?" Like, I'm sure I have, but not a hundred percent. But yeah. most people would be like. I don't think I have. It's it, Hamilton to Toronto is Murfreesboro to Nashville. Like it's right. it's just outside of it. It's not right. a it's not that far of a drive. I just but, I, I caught myself saying that to someone the other day, and then they were like, "I don't think you've ever been there because I've lived there my whole life, and I would have gone to see you." And I was like, "Huh, maybe that is like one of the few that I haven't." But most people would err on the side of. No, I hadn't been there. Or even if they're like, there's a slight possibility, they were like, I doubt it. Yeah. Right. And I'm the other direction. I'm like, yeah, I probably <laughs> I have. I probably have. Yeah. Short of like, I've never been to Alaska. I know you have. I've never been to Alaska. So someone drops Anchorage. I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm out on that. But uh, it was it was a really fun event. I got to see some good friends backstage, which is always fun. I realized, and I did not put this, I was three days ago, years old. <laughs> When I realized Dallas Smith yeah. was the lead oh, singer yeah. of the band oh, yeah. Default. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, they were a Canadian. That's why he's a huge artist. I like could not understand. It and didn't it, it didn't hit your brain and until it, And he he it, this is no slight on Dallas at all because I, I really like his music, but he came to me, he came out of nowhere and was just like cemented himself as one of the top Canadian country acts. And I was like, where did this guy come from? Like, I don't understand why just everyone but, was like, that oh, was why. and then, and I, and I saw him backstage and I was like, it's the guy from default. I loved that band. Um, so yeah. that was cool. Pat Moynihan from train was there. That was, it's cool. That was a moment where I was yeah. just like, yeah, train train. Hey, but, uh, a wonderful show. Almost <laughs> great time hanging out with people. What I just it I almost said like the worst like not funny dad joke <laughs> comment to that like it's when you go oh train you know at a railroad crossing yeah out yeah I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry I'll see, see myself out. out I'll see myself out um, uh, okay yeah. but it was it was wonderful and 
the year is slowing up for me. I have two more weekends, and then we have one last show, which I think you're on the, the day before or the day after in November down in Miami. Yes, yes, I am. That weekend's going to be wild. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun. lot of people. But I'm excited to slow down just for a little bit. Yeah, I, I thought I was slowing down for a little bit, and then I've just had meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, and then just got asked to do, like, three different events. And I'm like, yeah, I should do those. And then I got to think about it. I'm like, what am I doing? I, just, <laughs> I finally had, like, some time where it's going to be, like, a little slower, and I'm like, let me just continue to <laughs> hit myself over the head with, now you get to go here and film for four hours. But I get that. Yeah. Ooh, can I ask you a question? You're, you're, you're unprompted on this, but I want, I want your honest feedback. As you know, I've been looking at houses to buy. Oh, yeah. I found two that I really like. <clears throat> here's here's the issue. Okay. One of them, they're they're the same price and same distance from downtown. So just take that off the table. Okay. One of them has a garage, a two car garage, and a spot, a bonus room that would make a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful music room. But I don't like the rest of the first floor as much as the other house, which has no garage, no music room, but a completely redone master bed. Master bath. It's the second one. Bigger lot. It's on an it's, acre. It's the second one. You, and unless you were the person that never likes to leave your house, which you I'm are not. not that human. Nope. Um, there's almost no reason unless you are going full studio and producing full time, and that's all you do, in my opinion. To like a must have is a room dedicated to creating music. Me personally, I like. Leaving my house. I like leaving it at the, the studio, too. Going to the studio and working there, and then it's like, okay, my guitars are here, my mics are here, it's not cluttering up my house, I don't have to worry about cabling anywhere. Now, my home is where I entertain people, I cook, I clean, sleep, like, that. that's where that stuff happens. And I don't have that, I would not have that work-life balance, because as we know, I am a... You would be I, constantly. I love. I love my job. I love to work. But if it was in my house, there is a propensity to just now look bury I, myself for. Weeks I'm definitely. On you're definitely going to have like a, a, a couple of instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But not because like, I've I've been like, oh, it's midnight. I'm I'm kind of bored. I'm pick up a guitar. Like, but that, I don't. I don't happened. need an 800 square foot. No. Not, and, not and if the other land. And you want the land. It do, it's on like a little over an acre as the other one. Okay, yeah. that's already a plus. Because you can always add whatever the hell you want later on. All right, I'm glad we had this talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you for being at my TED Talk. But now the real problem <laughs> is that you are in Nashville. How many other people are trying to bid on these houses at the same time? They actually just dropped the price. Hey. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the, the 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 bubble is is bursting a little bit in Nashville in which people are getting, you know, $50,000 over asking price and or it's under it's under contract within an hour of going live. That's not really happening anymore. Well, but also I am looking a little bit farther out, so that's part of it as well. If this was like in the heart of Davidson County, no, nah, it'd be gone already. Yeah. And I was going to say that it, it depends on where you're looking specifically as to has the market regressed because when people think of Nashville you know you see all these these people going 
Oh, the, you know, the market's kind of cooling. And then people move here and they're like, I can't find a place to live in Nashville. I'm like, yeah, you're going to have to go outside a little you're bit like, probably. Like, do you like a 25 minute commute? Because you're going to need one. And it depends on, too, um, like what level of home you're looking at. Yeah, price point. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Do Thank we want to do uh, Do we want to do a what are you listening to? Or Sure. Let's do we it. Don't have Ryan. I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, it's by default. It's called Wasting My Time. Oh, my God. Of course you did. <laughs> Which I love that song. And I, you know, shout out Dallas Smith for just flying under, under my radar this entire time. Bear, what's yours? Uh, I had a long conversation at work the other day about, you know, some of the servers are pretty young and we're like, you don't know this artist. You never saw this. So I'm going back to uh, Akon. I'm so paid. They don't know who Akon is? No. They had to look through their phone, and they finally were like, "Oh, I know that that song Stop smacked it. that." And I was oh like, "Oh my god!" Akon has endless amounts of amazing music. You need to go listen to his stuff. But I'm so paid. I just I loved Akon. So, hmm. I feel like we should go with a Dallas Smith song. Sure. Since you you went full full yeah, Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Should I have worn denim? Stop. Okay. <laughs> First of all, Denime, stop it. Um, uh, side note, <laughs> one of the so people big. I work with, um, she's from Canada, and she came in yesterday in a Canadian tuxedo, and I looked at her, and I was like, you make me so happy right now because I'm actually looking at a Canadian in a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> it's a real thing. Oh, and she goes, oh, yeah. She goes, I thought I was just wearing blue and white for the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute i love her so much i almost just made like i clicked on the wrong thing and i was like i don't think these are his songs <laughs> You're like wrong dallas yeah man i, I can't well it's so here i was going to a, a thing that's the in in honor of ryan not being here there's a top 10 list of the best dallas smith songs of all time um, so, uh, we'll, we'll start from five, uh, timeless mm. four, like a man. I don't know any of these songs. Three. Well, I mean, I know some of them. So, uh, three singing in a beer, mm -hmm. two drop and one, some things never change featuring Hardy. Yep. You yep. know that one? I do know that one. Yeah. Well, that since that is number one on this list, uh, it's number one in our hearts too. We are going to go, uh, and it and it's got Hardy, who's a buddy. So we'll we'll go with that one. That'll be on uh, the what are you listening to list today. And now, what I've all been waiting for, what I have all been <laughs> only me been waiting for. Sports. Would you like to get mine out of the way? Suck it, Justin Nunley. You're oh my god, your team did not show up. Holy crap! In the league, I am putting up points. It is obnoxious. And if if you follow our fantasy football league, uh, we need to get the wrap up scores after tonight because obviously there's two Monday night games, so that skews things a little bit in fantasy football for some people. <laughs> not for me. But <laughs> holy crap! I mean. Has anyone even gotten close to the amount of points that I've scored? No, it. You, no one has gotten close to. 
the Dallas defense has scored more, more points in the last two weeks than I think my team did this week. So proud of them. So proud. Well, I All had right, that. Now, now, now we'll get to <laughs> yours. <laughs> well, apparently I'm not the only one who had the issue of trying to swap out players and them <clears throat> not going through because I had Austin Eckler and Hopkins on my starting lineup and I didn't want them on my starting lineup. I tried to switch them out. And that did not switch out. So I am definitely Jeremy, who kicks my butt on a regular basis, is kicking my butt in fantasy this week. And it's really. I mean, you know, me when you when you draft really well, then you don't have to change any. Of your team. <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh, my gosh. I did draft well and Austin Eckler was out. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. De- DeAndre Hopkins was hurt and he ended up playing some, but not to my extent. And I needed Mostert in. Look, I could start two and zero and not win another game for the rest of the season. It, it's Tua, statistically, you know? oh my god! You're, Ryan's not here. We're not going to do it. <clears throat> We're not doing it. We're not doing it. Shout out to you, Dolphins fans. Chris, Chris is looking like the prohibitive favorite in fantasy right now, but, but much much like the uh, the team on the top of my hat. Mm, mm, let's talk mm, about that. Mm. Do you want to go straight there? I don't, I don't know what your butt was going to be. <laughs> Uh, the, I don't remember what my. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I just th- totally ruined your point. But we'll start with Bear since you're so excited to talk about your team. You know, just proving me right every week as the further we go along. I I have been wanted to be proven wrong over and over and over again by the Bears, but every week they prove me right. Justin Fields is not the answer. He looked like a scared little boy out there when he was trying to throw the ball. He was just like. I want that clip. I want that clip. I want that clip. Please, Monsell. <laughs> She's a maniac. Maniac. <laughs> but that's what he looks like when he's trying to throw the ball. He can't. He panics. He can't do it. He can't read people. He's just not it. And I've been saying it for a while. Get rid of him. Also, we don't have a defense anymore. We got rid of the one thing we had, and now it's gone. We now we have nothing. We have Jack. Shh. Jack. <clears throat> anyway, the we uh, lost to Baker Mayfield. You did uh, find a way to make Baker Mayfield look like a a good choice for Tampa Bay. A great choice for Tampa Bay, which I don't, which I don't think is true. No, no, but the Bears made it look that way. Sorry, Baker, but it's I, I really thought he'd be much better too. I, I expected him to maybe flourish, you know, being in a new situation, new place. I, I mean, look, again, it's two weeks into the season. We are overreacting like crazy. Oh, and, and my I, God. And, I, and I'm here for it. I I'm like, not overreacting. <laughs> I'm very much. Yeah, the, ba- the Bears don't look good. <laughs> the, bear, <laughs> I mean, the Bears true. are not good. Uh, Anthony Richardson Already looks like a better quarterback than Justin Fields, despite the fact that Ryan labeled him a bust Yep, and said that Fields was going to be the MVP. That's $25 in my pocket. I'm happy to s- split it with you guys if you want to do something <laughs> no, nice. No, no, no. Get some, you know, appetizer, appetizer sampler. <laughs> split it all. Get a little, little sampler. Um, yeah, I don't know what your path is. The Bears remind me of the dark days of the Kansas City Chiefs when we had Brody Croyle and Tyler oh. Thigpen. And it was just like... <laughs> It need, we we had to do a whole overhaul of everything. It was the roster, the front office, everything, everything but ownership. Honestly, which is not your answer, 
They need to sell the team. They need to sell the damn team. I don't know how many more times I have to say it, but they just did an overhaul the last couple years and nothing is working. Nothing is working. Look at, I know Montgomery just got hurt, but we got rid of him because he was always getting hurt on our team, but he still did better. And I want to say it's the play calling and the way that they run their team versus the way the Bears run their team. The Bears don't even run their team. They probably just stand back and go, eh, let's try this. He looks good. Let's put him in. Like, I'm. Pr- they don't give two things perhaps uh justin fields oh and 10 in his last 10 starts as a yeah. starting quarterback yep yep we haven't it's been like 300 and something days 357 days since the last time we won a game so statistically <laughs> in the last year i've won as many nfl starts at quarterback as justin fields. correct that's that's yep well the good news is you have uh uh <laughs> Uh, new stadium coming that's gonna be great i don't want to leave soldier field i don't either so that's not a good thing we actually tried to target dj Moore, and we got uh some points out of it and then also justin fields did throw interceptions you know it's just there's nothing good to say about my team there's also nothing good to say about uh you know people like uh I have one good thing to say about the Bears. Our kicker hasn't been messing up. Yet. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Your kicker hasn't been messing up yet. <laughs> the dot dot dot's still there. Let let us let us not forget. <laughs> the Broncos not looking. Oh, not looking so hot. Yikes! After being up twenty one three, lose that game thirty five thirty three. Yeah. Ooh. Also, um, the night game last night. Did you get to watch that one? Uh, are you talking about Pat's Dolphins? Oh, yeah. I watched it. So you saw the just... Oh, wait. That one... Was that the night game? I don't think so. What are you talking about? Me? I just... Okay. Uh, you, you have to give us some sort of context, <sighs> Mr. Context King. It, they they definitely played at night, if that's helpful, because <laughs> I watched it yeah. in the evening <laughs> when it was dark out. <laughs> when it was the evening... Um, what are you talking about? Um, hang on. Are you talking about the blocked field goal? No. Because I think we're going to see that play a lot now this yeah. year. Did you Did you see that that play? One of the members of, of the Pats defense gets a running start and times it perfectly to blow <laughs> by and dive in front of the kicker. Enough to both block that one and then scare the hell out of Jason Sanders <laughs> on a different, on a 55 yarder. I think we're going to see every team doing that the rest of the year. Because those are like those kicks are very important when it comes to the especially the end of the game. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm I'm an idiot because I had it right there in front of me. The reason that I brought up the commanders playing the Broncos was the Hail Mary. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, the the tip to the the absolutely ridiculous. What is the number one thing they tell you to do in the NFL? Hit the ball Even down. I know, and I don't play in the NFL, which is don't tip the ball in the air, tip knock it. the ball down. Yep. Um, and they get just an absolutely obscene uh, touchdown, which uh, won me a bet that I was on. That's good. Which was fantastic because it was I. I took the over sort of midway through. I think the third quarter. And that I needed that to hit it. That's good. So it was a good feeling. Speaking of uh, sports betting, I'm starting to feel like the NFL is a little rigged. It has to. Be. Would you Would you like to hear why? 
go for it because I, I, like I said, I had two seven-leg parlays and the ver- both don't, last. Don't games. look at me because uh, again, I, I won quite a bit. I'm glad. Night. But and, uh, and I'm, I'm, by the way, anyone having a gambling problem can call 800-889-9789. A perfect or 1-800-522-4700 also. Get help. We're here for you. I, well, was that a, <laughs> I looked up number in Tennessee for gambling. That's help. Tennessee. This was national. So oh, we got, okay. we got, we got one, it for both. One more time. Got, no, no. Use that one. National gambling hotline is 1-800-522-4700. There you go. I'm starting to think the NFL is rigged, and here's why. It was 30 to 20, San Francisco against the Los Angeles Rams. They get all the way down to the 20-yard line with two seconds left. The Rams are down 10. It doesn't matter. They've lost. They've lost. Take the knee. Game's over. They decide to kick a field goal to lose by seven instead. Do you know what the line on the game was? Six. Seven and a half. Oh. Mm-hmm. You never bet a seven and a half. You ne- well, you never bet a seven and a half. And we know that. We know down. that. And if please <laughs> don't bet unless you learn some of these things. But this to me is just like egregious. Well, let's at least save some money for Vegas right now instead of instead of just taking they, the knee. Yeah, they didn't have to. They didn't have the to do that. And it didn't matter to it didn't, it didn't. It didn't matter to how the end of the game for the the win or the loss. It doesn't matter. We don't accrue points over a season to where you're like, <laughs> "Oh, those 3 points were the difference between the Champions Cup and not." Like all they're doing is risking their players for getting hurt for no reason. And screwing a bunch of people that had money on the game. And that's what happened. And it's really as as there are there are concrete things, but you know, like the Chiefs will never cover or almost will never cover. They covered this weekend, but it's really got me looking at it. It's making it making it a little interesting to uh, be placing wagers on the NFL right now. Or like we said earlier, how it's always the last leg of mm-hmm. the big parlay that never wins. It's like they know. They do. They really do. I had two seven leg parlays. Missed one in both of them. Guess what? It was the last one. Always. In both of them. That being I, said, I have been, I have been betting against the Arizona Cardinals, and they they have not let me down yet. They're close. Yesterday, they were really close. They're about as they close were as it gets. Very close. I was uh, I was sweating that one, so I have I, to wait until because I'm I remember I'm doing against the Cardinals yep. straight up, and then I'm doing against the Cardinals with the Saints winning as a parlay every yes. week. Yes, and the Saints play tonight. Fade so we will, the Cardinals. Fade them. Derek, I, Derek Henry, Devontae Adams, Travis Kels, Kelsey, Swift. Well, you know, don't you do that, Saquon Barkley? I needed a touchdown from each one of them. It was a uh, little parlay pick that they offered, and last week they offered one that did not hit. And yeah. this week I was like, you know what? Because Derek Henry was in the one last week that did not hit, he did not get a touchdown. There, it's their first home game for Tennessee. I was like, I I believe in that. And I thought of all of them, Saquon Barkley is just like a lock. Mm-hmm. And he then, of injured. course, they don't. No, no. They, he, he did it. He did it. They, I, I won that bet. But he, he did not. But he did get They injured. didn't score in the first half. Which one did you do last week? Because I think I did it, too. I did was, it, too. Was it, was it the, the eckler Hurts? I think it was the Henry Jefferson's. Jamal Williams, or was it the was McCaffrey the Jefferson yeah, Henry Tyreek one? one. It was yeah. that one. 
And I, of course, all, all of them hit but one. Much yeah. like her. Hey, I you know, I have a new away. one. I have a new one. We need to stop fading the Cardinals and start fading the Bears. I agree. I think we should. <laughs> I think we should throw the Bears in there with it. Because I think it's a solid, very solid choice. Who do the Bears play? I know the Chiefs play the Bears in like was it next it's week? Next week. Next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here goes the mortgage payment. Speaking of the Chiefs, what happened with the Jags? Nothing. A, ba- a really bad. I saw the play that you texted me about. Yeah. A really bad uh, offensive pass interference that was just like egregious. I, Would have been a pick. Oh my god. Straight up. It, uh, it was bad. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Chiefs. Sorry. The defense looked pretty good. Chris Jones was back. He got a sack. Was happy to see that. Uh, the Chiefs don't play to beat the hell out of people. They just play to win and get off the field. That's why, what do we do? You don't <laughs> bet the Chiefs to cover, ever. 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 They ever. did. They, they did. They did, but just don't do it. But don't do it. And if they wear the all-reds. And if they wear the all-reds, do not bet. Bet <laughs> bet everything you can against them. Uh, the, the, the Chiefs look fine. We still have some issues at wide receiver, <laughs> I would say. That's polite. <laughs> um, still have some issues in the backfield a little bit of who's getting what touches, but you know, it's fine. We won. Yeah. Cause I was expecting a little more against the Jags. All right. Trevor Lawrence did nothing. So it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really matter. My turn. Yep. Go for it. Um, how about them Cowboys? I, I am so excited. And again, I reiterate this as a Cowboys fan. We look amazing when the only holes you can poke in those wins are in the first one Dak didn't throw for a touchdown and in this one he throws for two touchdowns 31 to 38 for 255 yards and no picks and everybody's like well they didn't score a touchdown in the second half um Meanwhile, they'll, f- they'll find any reason <laughs> to. Crap yeah, on them. I mean, meanwhile, our defense is a monster, and one of the people that got a pick was the guy that I was talking about. That's our starting safety that wasn't there last week, and he was in the game this week. Diggs? Uh, no, no, that's he's a corner. Oh, okay. Um, but Diggs also got a pick. Uh, Micah Parsons, four QB hits, two sacks, and one forced fumble. They are terrifying on defense. The one touchdown that we gave up was on a broken play that's going to happen eventually Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how good your defense is uh it shouldn't happen i bet someone is going to run until they throw up at practice but you know it it they look incredible and i'm i'm so happy and uh shout out to (laughs) the rest of the nfc east for winning especially two of those games where we were like um because it, it's not going to make any of our wins look lesser than. Because no. that's the, the other one that gets tossed around a lot. Uh, it's going to be a big matchup with uh, the 49ers coming up soon. Big matchup with the Eagles when we play them. There is a lot of season left. But right now, they they are a top four team in the NFL to me. They look they look scarier than the Eagles do right now. Just they do. two week two weeks in, they for sure do. I would not want to play them in the oh regular season. God. It's it just <laughs> I, 
to anybody out there that's listening to me that's a Cowboys fan, I'm just saying it is early, but enjoy this because this is probably the best they've looked. Out the gate? Absolutely. And I, I don't remember how long. And it's fantastic. Also, out of nowhere, and this this is something that you gotta pay pay attention to your surroundings a little bit when you're watching sports because there's there's so many different ways to root for people, and because we got fantasy football and because there's sports gambling, if you see somebody sitting watching the game, no one else around them is in a jersey, and you know they're in Cowboys gear. And you walk up behind that person as the Jets were driving. And you're like, yeah, let's go, baby. And I turn around and see you and you're not in a Jets anything. And the guy just looks at me and goes, he hasn't been there the entire game. He just appeared out of the ether and yelled over my shoulder, like into my ear. And I'm like. I kind of turned around. I was like, really? And he goes, oh, I, just, I need him to cover. I'm like, I don't care. Like, go go sit at the chair that's open two spaces down. Don't yell in my ear while I'm watching the game. So I left and, and watched the rest of it at home after that. Historically, trolls appear out of nowhere. Yeah. You're just, you're minding your business and a troll appears, usually under a bridge, but sometimes <laughs> out of, uh, whatever, you know, so... I don't know. Just uh, my my favorite shirt I saw someone wearing in the past couple of days. Be nice to each other. Come on. It's not hard. It's not. I want you to cover too, random guy. Yeah. I, it's not that I don't want you to cover. I just don't want you to scream in my ear when you haven't been watching this game and I have no idea where you appeared from. And <laughs> I was having a really nice time just minding my own business watching the game. I was like, well, now it's time to go home. Yep. Uh, College. Speaking of... Dallas Cowboys and former Dallas Cowboys, the head coach of Colorado University. Oh, my God. What a game. By the way, terrible, terrible hit. Oh, yeah. That unexcusable shot. Unexcusable. I don't care how much the other team talks crap to you. I don't care that it was a tight game and it's Colorado State versus Colorado and you guys were trying to make a point by beating Dion after having all this national attention. I I don't care. You don't do that. That is a dirty play it's dirty on so many levels but especially how we what, acted after well no no no, no they had to take him to the hospital not it, it's especially dirty because the receiver knows the ball is overthrown and is starting to relax his position you you tighten when you're about to get hit like this is part of football right, right. it's how you protect yourself from from getting really hurt and you could tell he was like oh, okay and that's when he got speared in the in yeah. the side and in the hip and it's just like okay all right, man. Not cool. Not okay. And then the guy walked away like he was so tough. Like, bro, you're not well, tough. That, now you look like a straight-up idiot. His his quarterback ran over to defend Hunter. Shadur did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he got right in that guy's face, yep. too. Um, How do we feel about Colorado right now? They are hype. Like, I know – I. Obviously, like I'm a Gator fan, but now I'm a Colorado fan over here. Like I am, I am behind them 100. percent I am going to be their hype man. Are they going to win the national championship? Probably not. Is it amazing what he is doing with this team that has been just 
almost like oh inducingly bad for years and years and years i hope everybody in colorado is enjoying that moment too much like i just said I, i'm not a colorado fan i'm i'm a longhorns fan uh, which is you know also pretty mm-hmm. good yeah it's great it's pretty good but he, he not only are they winning games but the the community and like vibe he's creating yeah. is just well and that's fantastic. the thing so and i hear you they're probably not winning the national championship however with the transfer portal and we've talked about this now for you know since the portal kind of came into existence the parity in college football is being spread out quite a bit now georgia looked pretty beatable in the first half on saturday and then put put it back together Florida beat the crap the out, of, out of Tennessee. Beat Tennessee. I thought we were going to get demolished, and we didn't. Texas beat Alabama, and Alabama barely beat University of South Florida. Barely beat. Well, so, I think that that's also probably a, a hangover from them knowing that they aren't the number one team anymore. Anymore, and they need to win against a team like Texas. So they're kind of on a letdown, and they almost got caught. But I, But I think my point is this. If talent is being spread out throughout all of college football, the X factor is just belief in self. And Colorado has that over everyone else. That team, they love each other. They fight for each other. They play for each other. They never quit. Not once. That whole game was... Oh, it was wild. It was if incredible. If you watched that entire game, that that was probably one of my favorite college football games I've seen in several years. I mean, it, it's definitely up there. It, I was in Canada on the East Coast. It was like 1.30 in the morning, and I'm yelling in my hotel room. You know, like, it was that kind of game. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win the college football championship, but what I'm saying is they have all of the swag and all of the X factor that can win them a lot of games. A lot of games. And really make this an interesting Who's the playoff teams that they play this year in their schedule? Do we know? It's a great question. Uh, by the way, Texas is ranked number three and they beat Wyoming 31 to 10. Which is interestingly close to the Cowboys score. Uh, Colorado football schedule. Let's go. It is um, some tough stuff. They got Oregon, USC, Arizona State, Stanford, UCLA, Oregon State. There's some tough teams. Ranked teams moving up, moving up. Yeah, hmm. Utah's her last game. Oh. Is that a is it Utah at home or at Utah? It's at Utah, I believe. That's a tough game. Yeah, they're they're tough to play at home. They're good anywhere, but they're they, like mm-hmm. that's a that's a tough place to play. They've won a lot of games they were not supposed to win at home historically. Um, Six of their next nine are against ranked teams so now we'll see we will see how good this team is but i you know i love the swag sometimes all you need is the hype to push you to give you that extra stamina to be better by the way i love the way he's doing it because a lot of people are like oh we don't like them because they're braggadocious and i'm like what have they said one time they haven't gone, we're going to run the table, we're going to beat all these teams, Colorado State sucks. It's people calling out him because he's just like... Or like when they said he, the, the one guy was like, oh, I'll take my glasses off when I talk to That was the Colorado adults. State head coach. Yeah, and, which, and then, by the way, I'm sorry, but dude, 
Major overreach. Major and overreach. Then he bought you take off your his- hat and sunglasses before you talk to every other adult you meet in life. That's a lie. I hope you don't go out in the sun. <laughs> like you obviously have never been to Florida. Yeah. But Dion bought sunglasses for all of his. Well, technically. The team did. It was the equipment managers that distributed oh, okay. them. So they were team issued sunglasses, yes. which is just the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I love it. I think it's good for the sport. I think it's the bad boys pistons vibe. But again, they're not the ones out there like taking cheap shots no. on players nope. before anybody from Colorado State fandom decides to tell me that we played them really tough. And our coach was was being trying to say Dion needs to be more respectful in interviews. Yeah, it was something like 18 penalties for 173 penalty yards. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's Raiders junk. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so I, I will say this. <laughs> Do you know how big a news story this is? That they are dominating headlines, and I think I told you this, so don't don't answer. Do you even know how they walked out onto the field? Oh, I did. Do you know who was there? Uh, Lil Wayne. Did not know that until after the game because yeah. I was not watching the the walkout at the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> and it's you can't like it's not anywhere. Yeah, it's, no one's talking about that. They're talking about Dion Shadur, that team, and Colorado. It, that is crazy. Oh yeah, it's that level of like that level of hype. Crazy, and that's honestly. That could win you a national championship. That belief in self, even if they lose, even if they are a one-loss team going into the playoff. Because right now we're looking at a lot of one-loss teams coming through. <laughs> yep. That are, that are way stronger than maybe a you know Notre Dame or something like that, that that perhaps is undefeated or whatever. UCF. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> pretty wild. Pretty wild. Did UCF lose? Oh, I don't know. I just Ryan, Ryan <coughs> no, keeps calling them national champions on a year that they definitely and did not I mean, win. They did not win. <laughs> I, I don't think they lost. I think they won that game. Yeah. UCF. Yeah. I would pull it up. By the way, did you see the movie yet? No. Because you've been out of town. <laughs> that, was, that was in Canada. But uh, I think okay. we should talk about it. No, UCF okay. won. Okay. Well, here we go. <laughs> Movies. All right. So if anybody else has seen this, I hope you liked it half as much as I did Uh, I'll try and keep it spoiler free because I do like I said I think this is something you should see I I don't know if Ryan saw it because again he's uh, doing a bunch of new stuff right now and was unable to get back in town in time to uh, to be here he's supposed to be in studio with us today so Um, the Equalizer 3 2023 it is rated R Action slash vigilante, which I love as a description <laughs> of a movie. Um, one hour and 49 minutes, and basically 91% of Google users like this movie. It got a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I Boo, thought was a Rotten little... Tomatoes. That's a little low for this one to me. If anyone on Google likes it, Rotten Tomatoes is like, no, we're going to find something wrong with it. It's very rare that they both, they're both the same. Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes generally doesn't like action films. Unless it's like reinventing the wheel. They only like really, really serious films that you've never heard of that usually wins awards. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I loved this movie. Uh, 
Since giving up his life as a government assassin, Robert McCall finds solace in serving justice on behalf of the oppressed. Now living in southern Italy, he soon discovers his new friends are under the control of local crime bosses. As events turn deadly, McCall becomes their protector by taking on the mafia. That's it. Uh, there's there's some other arcs in there that I won't ruin. I won't spoil. Uh, obviously, it is rated R for a reason. It's, it's pretty violent Very action violent. film. So... Just no going in. If you've not already seen it and you're thinking about it, if that's something that's just kind of a turnoff for you movie-wise, this is probably not going to be the one for you. Outside of that, go see it. It's spectacular. Um, and I can speak for everybody that I have not seen the first two, and I saw the third one, and I still loved it and could understand basically what was going on. Was it as violent as Man on Fire? <laughs> No, because he puts a bomb in a dude's butt uh, well, yeah. <laughs> and, and wow. blows him up. I love that you just said that. <laughs> it's the signature scene of that movie. I know, I know, I know, but uh, no, it is not. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe to some, but no, I, okay. I don't believe so. Um, it, it's really. <laughs> it's just. I just. I was asking. I just had to know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, It's really, really good. I I thought it was well done. Um, I I didn't dislike the second one. Loved the first one. Liked the second one. That's how I felt about one and two. Loved the third one. Okay. That's kind of how it is with with trilogies. Yeah. Is there going to be a fourth one, though? I don't think so. They could. They could. The way that they ended it, they could mm -hmm. always go into another one. Also, is that just the new trend of movies, just in case? They just leave everything kind of open-ended, so... Oh, if it does so well. It did super well. We're going to green light another one. Is that just what we're doing now? We're not telling the end of stories anymore? They didn't really leave an opening at the end of John Wick 4. Yes, they did. You don't see him die. I don't know, dude. You don't... You don't see him die. (laughs) You see him take a nap on the stairs. You don't see him die. The Bobby Yaga, he, he. <laughs> I love just shaking my finger. Yeah, you're ah, <laughs> ah. Arumph, The Bobby Yaga. I think he goes into mystery killer. No one sees him for like years, but people still die. So he's John Wick. He's going to come back with like gray hair and do Liam Neeson version of John I th- Wick. I think he, he grows his hair out and he's in like a, Tibetan field and someone has to find him and then all of a sudden he's like Tibetan field and he's like I don't do that anymore and they're like John we need you and then they pull the marker out and he's like go off to Wakanda to get healed to come back is this am I just describing Dr. Strange I was like oh my god and then he he goes to the fifth dimension it's an unbelievable movie um all I know is they they said it he didn't we don't we don't know that he's dead, okay? That's all I'm saying. Josh has turned this into a uh, spoiler cast about a movie that we didn't even make the movie this week. It's okay. I, it was the movie, like, earlier this year. It's number one in our hearts. <laughs> number four. <laughs> number, number four. It's number, number one. Four, number four on the page, number one in our hearts. Yeah. But, yeah, it, isn't that sort of the vibe? Like, the second movie is kind of always like, uh it has to set up a way to make a third movie. Right. Except for Dark Knight, which is the best one of the three. Okay, here we go. Um, movies coming out this week. Movies? Yes. So I believe this is the first of all, shout out to uh, 
movie insider and screen dollars, which are the first two things that popped up when I typed this in for the first time ever, where they have them listed of what movies are coming out this week. You don't have to go try and find it. Hey, thank you. Um, a Haunting in Venice. I would love to see that. That's uh, the, the same as... Yeah. Um, on the... Well... Orient Express and yeah, Orient Express. Is it is that was Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also Death on the Nile. Mm-hmm. So that is. Uh, I love those movies. So. I do too. So I'm down with that. If you guys are, I should we do that or on. The Nun too? <laughs> I, as a horror fan, I heard from one of my other friends who's very like minded. What was that? Did you just suggest a horror film? It was a joke. The Dark Knight is back in theaters. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Is it like an anniversary of it? I maybe. It's the next four days. It's down at the Thoroughbred Dine-In down in Franklin. What? Sorry. Okay. Anyway, I think we can all agree on that. We don't want to see the Expendables. <clears throat> that is correct. I think we can all agree. I that will... is a uh, when it comes on on Directv on the bus for free. I'll I'll watch it. <laughs> we have a couple others to discuss. My big fat Greek wedding three. No. no. Two was pretty good. Dude, it, it. No. Okay. Taylor Swift the Eras tour. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I was only looking at you. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was only for you. That um, is a horror film. Mon- Monsell, take that dance that she did earlier and put it to shake it off. <laughs> yes. No! yes, please. No, yes. no Monsell, no. Monsell, we love you. Happy birthday. No, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> please don't do that to me. Oh, it'll be so good. Um, so, A Haunting of Venice. Yeah, I think that's the move. Okay. Getting cooler out, getting closer to spooky man, season. I know, man. I'm so getting ready. closer to spooky quad intro. I know. Hmm. I don't know why I just did that that <laughs> way. That, that was kind of <laughs> sorry. Creepy. I apologize. Sorry about me <laughs> for that one. <laughs> I mean, someone enjoyed it. I don't know who, but no. st- uh, st- statistically, uh, statistically. Okay, someone, someone moving on. Moving on. Let's go to the hot take. So, uh, someone said this to me. Oh, so I, li- I like it, but is it favorite or best? Because you, it's your favorite. Well, then how are we voting? Because you're saying it's the best. Okay, you're so saying it is there's the best. the best. Yeah, it's okay. the same. It's the same thing in, okay. in this context. Okay. So I guess if you want to title it, it is who is the best author of all time. Great, I'm here. Is that better? Yeah, I'm here yeah, for it to to frame the hot take. Uh, so I'm interested, Josh, to hear what yours is. I'll let you go first. I have to start it. I'll let you go first. I'm letting you go first. Oh, that means you're trying to like, I'm not even going to say the names because I hate when people do that. I'm about to pull pull a Ryan at the end, by the way. Ryan does that stuff. It could be this. It could be that. I hate hate when he does that. I'm warning you. I'm about to pull a Ryan at the end of this and don't hate me, but. You have a top 10 list already. No, 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 no. Launched up and ready to go. We already did a list. Well, you know, it's. Here's the thing. You weren't ready. <laughs> I am ready. I am ready to lose this week. I'm ready to lose because I looked at this and I said, do I play the card of what I think could win or do I play what's in my heart? Okay. And it's really tough. It's really tough to, you know, as, as second place in overall standings in winning hot takes, the pressure's on. <laughs> 
Well, it, just so you know, I, I'm I'm not going with one that's going to win this week. I'm going. Oh, good. With who I think? I is think that's going to be all of us. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So we're not we're not doing like. And we might be introducing some of you guys to new authors. Michael Crichton. Right. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. not going with Clive an Klesler easy. Right. 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 Okay. Right. All right. All right. Good. All right. That was because that was. That's low hanging fruit. Like you just grab whoever has like the number one detective novels and then you just win. Right. So oh for no. me. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh wait, I did that. Um, so for me, one of the most impactful writers of my lifetime, Judy Bloom. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Didn't see that one coming. It did was between, not see that. It was between Judy Bloom and RL Stein. And oh, and man, I was that's and I was a good one. I was leaving it up that's until just one. now. Like my my inner kid at the name R.L. Stein just got really happy. It just I know I know. But did like, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Just there's just so many tiger. Oh, that's good. Actually, that's a really good pick, man. Thank you. It's a really good pick. Somewhere Soupy out Saturdays. There, oh. Somewhere out there right now, there's someone who did like. Five different English majors screaming at us for oh, what we're about for to pitch. Sure. That is so angry at us. They're like, oh, "How dare you!" For sure. Yeah. And and it was tough, but, but sorry guys. That she that was just a. I like that. I like it. I like it. It's a big chunk of my of my childhood. So, bear. So I've praised this multiple times to my friends about. They're like, "Oh, who really likes Dean Coons?" And I'm like. I do, because at my house, you will basically only find Dean Koontz books. That man has written over 105 novels, and he has sold more books than Stephen King. If you don't know who Dean Koontz is, he is a suspense thriller writer. So Is that right? Suspense? He sold sold more books than Stephen King? Yes. Are we sure about that? Uh, Dean Koontz has sold over 450 million books. Stephen King's at like 350. Go ahead. Are keep we talking. sure about that? Keep talking. But if you think about it, they're kind of based on the same style of mm-hmm. writing. Mm-mm-mm. What? No, keep going. She, he's right. Keep going. And um, anyways, so if it, when you read his books, it's like reading a scary movie. And I also like the fact that he bases, he's done a lot of them around his dog. <laughs> So the one that I'm currently reading, the dog is very, very, very smart and from like another world and it is incorporating into a bunch of different stories. There's lots of violent (laughs) things that he writes about. There's a very super science fiction. It's just, there's, it's really exciting. Like I'll jump sometimes while reading his books. It's just really that good. If you haven't gotten to read any of his books Please do. The first one I ever read was called TikTok, and it was about a doll that was chasing, like, a gingerbread-looking doll chasing a guy trying to kill him. What? Yeah. Okay. It was very interesting. <laughs> you went deep dive on this. He's like, there ain't no way. <laughs> um, so they have him listed as as higher, but they have the numbers. Pre- it's very estimated right now between... Uh, hold on, I had to scroll back down to it. Between three hundred and twenty-five million and four hundred million is where they they have him listed. That is a big old range, um, right? R.L. Stein, a hundred million to four hundred million. That's a pretty wide, that's a wide range. Okay, so 
I I almost went. Jesus, the Bible. Done. 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 Yeah. Get out of here. I almost went. <laughs> <laughs> if I would have went last, I would have done it. Oh, I know my I, God. I would have. I would have, and I would have hit the music oh, immediately. Oh, okay. Just so well, we're clear. Get, get ready to hit the music immediately. <laughs> Because I believe it's uh, this one right here. Mm-hmm. It's this one. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm okay. ready. I got. I got. Okay. It. I, got, right. I got. So here's the deal. Daniel Steele. No. <laughs> Although. <laughs> Doctor Seuss. That's good. William uh, those are those are all really good. William Shakespeare. William no. Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> estimated <laughs> sales between two billion and four billion. <laughs> That's insane. Well, Every good. other person owns a book. <laughs> yeah. All Third right. world countries. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Before we get completely off track. I could have gone with a lot of people. I could have gone with all those people. We're, we're subbing for Ryan since he's not here. We're giving you the list of all the other people we could have gone with. <laughs> I really, really was going to go with uh, two people, which is cheating, but they write the book series together, which is Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child, who I love. But, you know, you went Dean Coates and... He went Judy Bloom. It's Stephen King. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. From myself, Haley, Josh, Ryan, we miss you, buddy. We'll see you next week. We love you guys. You, I'm you are so, cheating. I'm so excited. Hey, Monsell, happy birthday again. And uh, get us that video, Haley. Thank you. <laughs>